What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. My name is Matt Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review a couple of movies. Uh, sometimes we do franchises, sometimes we do genre series. Uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing a little bit of one-offs. Today, I am here to review The Ring. Uh, it's a horror movie. And yeah, I kind of missed watching it back in October when we did Horror in Review. I did that with Carmen Edmonds, who is a Patreon supporter at our $20 tier as well. Uh, and this did not make my top 10 back in October of 2020. Granted, I did not watch it, so if I did not watch it in that course of that month, I did not uh, rank it anywhere in my top 10. It was only movies that I watched over the course of the month. So yeah, we got the ring now. We are going to be doing a part two horror in review in October of this year as well. So in October of this year, we're going to be doing nothing but horror movies. I'm going to be ranking, reviewing, nothing but horror. And I'm kind of excited, kind of scared as well, because back in back in October when we did the series, I watched, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 horror movies at least. And I got to tell you, uh, I would say probably about 75% of those movies were nothing but demonic possession type movies. And it really affected my men- my mental state. Like, I was going on calls. I- I'm a paramedic. And I'd go on calls, and I would start seeing stuff. I would start hearing things. It was like my mental state was all fucked up through October. And I think it was like midway through November that I was starting to like feel better and stuff. So I'm kind of excited about horror and review, but I'm also kind of nervous about it as well because I know my mental state is going to be all jacked up when it happens. But today you're here for the ring. And before we jump into the ring, if you like what we're doing here at Surfing the Stream or our two game podcast or wherever you're listening to us, then go to patreon.com slash two game. Uh, you can support us by going there and subscribing every month. We have a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Our $20 tier uh, slot is basically the producers of the show, which are Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. We could not do this without any of y'all, so thank you so much. And if you like what we're doing here, you get to and you want us to review a certain movie or or do a certain genre series or franchise, whatever, then go to patreon.com slash two game and subscribe and you can get that opportunity to make your voice heard and get what you want on the show because i'm telling you i would say 60 75 percent of the time this is all like the ideas that we do on here are made through patreon i i do a few things here and there that i really just want to do myself but i put it up for vote a lot of things and they vote for it and they decide what they want so yeah and this, in fact, this was one of the the one-off reviews that they requested. I think I requested uh, the Cabin in the Woods, Polar, this movie, and a couple other movies. And the Ring and Cabin in the Woods got voted for the most. So I'm reviewing both of those movies. So if you want to get that chance, then Patreon.com/slash/TwoGame. But you are here for the Ring, so let's jump in to the Ring now. Over the last few weeks, I've been watching some newer movies, and I've been reviewing Boss Level, 
uh, Stowaway, Mortal Kombat, Godzilla vs. Kong. We've been doing lots of newer movies here over the last few weeks. And we've also been doing some, most of the time it's been no spoilers. But then, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, we'll do a spoiler review on top of that. But The Ring has been out since 2002. So there are going to be spoilers in this this review. But what I'm going to try to do is, first half of this review, I'll give you my opinion, kind of non-spoiler as possible. And if you haven't seen this movie, which, like I said, it's almost been out for 20 years. You should have seen it by now. And if you haven't, then don't be listening to me. Go watch the movie. So I'll do first half is going to be uh, non-spoilers, and then I'm going to jump into some spoilery type stuff, and then we'll close out the review that way. The Ring. It's about a journalist who must investigate a mysterious videotape that seems to cause the death of anyone one week to the day after they view it. It was directed by Gore Verbinski. He did The Lone Ranger, The Pirates of the Caribbean, the original trilogy, uh, and The Mexican. This had a budget of $48 million and engrossed worldwide $250.4 million. And I just want to say this before we get into the review. This movie was PG-13. Uh, it was not rated R. PG-13. It stars Naomi Watts, Martin Henderson, and Brian Cox in his all of four minutes that he's in the movie. The movie has a runtime of one hour and 55 minutes. It was released on October 18th, 2002. And now time for our fun facts. Until Stephen King's It that came out in 2017, this movie was the highest grossing horror remake in history with the total worldwide gross of $250 million. The type of ghost that Samara is based on is the mythological Onryu, a Japanese ghost that manifests after dying in the grip of powerful rage and returns as a very pale and physical ghost to seek vengeance on the living. This movie paved the way for several more American remakes of Japanese horror films, such as The Grudge, Dark Water, Pulse, and One Missed Call. I saw The Grudge back when it came out. I don't think I've seen Dark Water, Pulse, or One Missed Call, so now I'm kind of like, I kind of want to go watch these now. And the last fun fact that we have, the author of the original novel, I did not know this was a novel, by the way, but he intended the name of the movie, the name of the novel, The Ring, he intended it to mean the cyclical nature of the plot rather than the phone ringing. And maybe I'm just a dumbass, and it's probably more so that than anything. I will say this about what I just read. I've always known it was The Ring, and after reading that little fun fact, it was like a light bulb went in my head. I was like, no shit. Did it really mean the ring of the phone every single time they watched the video? Did not ever put two and two together. Now, in my defense, it I haven't watched this movie in about 15 years. Oh, yeah, probably about 15 years. So, I don't know. I, I may have maybe thought about it back then, but I'm just going to go ahead and say I was kind of surprised by that fun fact. Did not Never put those two and two together. But let's jump into my general impressions of the movie. I saw this movie when it came out. I saw this all throughout high school. Can't tell you how many times I watched this in high school. This was one of those, not teeny bop movies, but you know, like teenagers, they they grab onto these these PG-13 horror movies. And this was one of them. Another one was the uh, 
Exorcism of Emily Rose. There was The Grudge. There was there's numerous movies that all the teens just kind of gravitated towards, and those were their favorite movies, mainly because we couldn't watch R-rated movies at the time. So this was one of those. I've watched this lots and lots of times, but like I said, I haven't seen this movie in about 15 years, so it was almost like almost like a fresh watch all over again. But as you're watching, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that part. Oh yeah, I remember that part. And I think there was a couple of parts I did not remember, which was the uh, the dad, Richard Morgan. I didn't remember any of that, to be honest with you. I kind of just blanked out. And when I got to that part, I was like, oh, I I thought Brian Cox, when I saw that his name was on the movie in, you know, in IMDb, I thought he was like a psychiatrist or something. Like I thought they were going to like interview him and talk about him. I totally forgot that he was even the dad in this movie. But jumping back into this movie 15 years later, or 20 years later, or however many years it's been since I've watched this, I gotta say, it's still enjoyable. I don't know how this would be on a repeat watch, let's say, like, next year or later this year. I don't know if it still has the same the same flair, if, if my opinions would change any different based off watching it, you know, in a little bit sooner from now rather than years and years later like I just did now. But I, I think it's still a great movie. It, it's really good. I think the character work, the development from the moment it starts to the very end is actually pretty good. Some of the writing is it's it's a little meh, to be honest with you. Uh, throughout the course of the first hour of the movie, I was like, you know, the writing's really not that bad. It, it's, it's occasionally a little hit and miss, but for the most part, it's not... It's not terrible. And then it's like the second half of the movie. The writing is even worse. I do know that they did not finish the script and whatnot before they went into production of the movie. So I don't know if that had something to do with it or what. But there was some more. There was like more bad dialogue towards the the end of the movie rather than in the beginning for me personally. I think uh, Rachel, who Naomi Watts is the the actress that plays her, I think she did a fantastic job in this movie. To be honest with you, they I know Gore Verbinski, the director, wanted to find actresses and actors that were not very well known. So I don't know why you got Brian Cox because the dude's a savage, by the way. Uh, really great actor, and I loved him in X Men. But that's neither here nor there. So they got Naomi Watts, who was not well known at the time. Now she's well known, but. At the time, she wasn't, and I thought she did a really great job throughout the course of this movie. There's a couple of instances where, yeah, the acting's kind of, it's not that great. But she does a very good job, for the most part, throughout the course of the movie. And then Brian Cox, like I said, he, in the four minutes that he's in it, I'm telling you, it's like four minutes. The four minutes that he's in it, he is fantastic. I love Brian Cox. He has such a, a good gravitas he, he really captures the scenes, but he's just a very good actor to begin with, so there's that. As far as the score goes, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it either. I don't think the score really added to the movie, to be honest with you. the You know, in horror movies, the score is supposed to really, really bring you into the movie, and then that's how you can get more scares, and I mean, that's just what I think anyways, and I didn't really feel that in this movie. Granted, I wasn't listening with headphones. I was watching it on my on my phone, but I still think the score could have been better. I I just, I just wasn't that impressed with it. 
And as far as the horror aspect of the movie, I didn't get scared. I never jumped once. They don't. Uh, the one thing that I do appreciate them not doing is jump scares. Now they do kind of do a little twist a little bit here and there. They will make you think, "Oh God, they're setting up the the classic jump scare, the cliche jump scare in all these horror movies." And then they don't follow through on it, which I really do appreciate because I hate when you can see the jump scare coming and it's just like, dude, that didn't scare me. Why are you wasting your, why are you even wasting your time? But they just, right when they're about to scare you, they kind of pull back and they're like, oh, it's nothing. You just don't get scared. I like that. I like that added, that adds tension to the movie that is not necessarily there. So I, I appreciate it. As far as the other horror scares, it's more of an atmospheric movie, uh, to be honest with you. I don't think it's scary in terms of trying to make you scream and, you know, be scared, jump, whatever. It's more of the atmosphere. It's more of the content and the uh, the plot of the movie that's more horror than anything. It's not a scary movie. But ultimately, I do think this movie is, is worth watching. I think it's on Amazon Prime right now, by the way. I think either that or it's on Stars. I'm not entirely sure. I go to my Amazon and it's already on there and I have Stars or my brother has Stars. So, yeah. But it's on Amazon Prime. You can go check it out just in case it might be on there. I don't know. Uh, but it's been out since 2002. I don't know how much this movie's worth right now. Seven bucks max. That's what I would go with. Now, moving forward into this review, I'm going to be talking about spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie and you want to see it, then back on out and then come back whenever you finish watching it. This is your last warning. So, I do have a few things with this movie that it's it this, the plot is to be honest with you, it's dumb. It's they do stupid things throughout the course of the movie. You're just like, "Why would they do this? Why would they do that?" And I'm that's traditionally any horror movie, so I can't really fault it on that. But I do know the the, the points that I wanted to make in the spoilery section of this review is I'm watching this movie, and I, I I honestly forgot how it ended. And the entire time, I'm like, you know, if this little girl wanted to be found, why the hell wouldn't she just say it on the screen? Like, hey, I'm in the well. Why don't you come find me? And as going through the course of the movie, I'm like, wow, why are you beating around the bush and making this a mystery when you can just say what you want to say out loud? And there's that. But then the end happens... And the little boy, who is creepy as shit, by the way, creepy-ass kid, they, I gotta tell you, all these horror movies, they find the creepiest-looking kids ever. I don't understand it. But he did a great job of being creepy throughout the movie. Every time he was on scene, I was like, dude, you're weird. Like, and then after the end, the, the boy tells the mom, who, Rachel, as he calls her, which is weird, but nonetheless, he tells her, why did you, why did you rescue her? Why did you take her out of the well? And that's what she wants. And then I go back to my original thought of, well, that's what she wanted. And she wanted them to, to like trick her, trick them into finding her and then bring her out of the well. Again, why wouldn't she just say that on the videotape? Hey, I'm this ghost. I'm going to kill you if you don't come find me. And then she like pulls a little switcheroo and she's actually lying the entire time. I mean, why do you have to go through all this smoke and mirrors just to get them to find out what what's going on and then to rescue you. You could just, you know, tell them you want to be rescued and just, you be lying the whole time. 
So there's that. And then the conversation with the dad and the son in the car, that was like the most awkward thing I've ever seen on TV or a movie, like ever, I think. And I, I, I think that might be actually great acting. I'm not entirely sure. But the, the guy's like, I'm your father, but I don't really want to because I'm going to be disappointing like my father. Okay, why don't you be the opposite of what your father was and be a good one? Just saying. And then the kid's just looking at him like, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, it was like the most awkward conversation in a car I've ever seen. I, I it, it was it was a weird scene. I felt like they could have just cut it out. I mean, did they really even need to add that aspect to this movie? I'm not even sure because I don't think it really added anything. You could have just said, oh, these two used to be really close or or whatever. I, mean, I don't know. I, I think if you were going to involve him as the father into the story, then that needed to be established a lot sooner than what it did because an hour and hour into the movie, he's like, oh, it's our son. Oh, now I care about y'all. Like, you already knew it was your son. Why didn't you care from the very beginning? It's just weird storytelling, and I, just, I didn't really care for it. They could have probably cut 10, 15 minutes out of the movie by just not even adding that part into the to the movie itself. And which brings me into one of my next complaints. At an hour and 55, I felt like the first, I don't know, hour of the movie, I think the movie was, was pretty well paced. It was the back half of the movie. It was like as soon as she started going to the island and talking to Richard Morgan, the father, it's kind of really where the movie slowed down. And I, I, I mean, I liked the entire movie. It's just the pacing seemed very different from the beginning to, till towards the end. And then let me say this. There are several unanswered questions that I have. Like, who made the damn tape, for one? Like, was it the little girl? She's just over there filming weird shit throughout the course of her life. And then she just managed to set it up and climb out of a well. I mean, come on. Who is filming this movie? Unless I missed that part in the movie, I'm not sure. And let's be fair, I have not seen The Ring 2 or was it Ring 3 Rings or whatever it's called. I have not seen that one. So if that if that question is answered at some point in those movies, then you gotta forgive me. But who's filming it? And then what exactly killed the horses and killed, like, what did the child have that started making all this shit go, go sideways? I, I just, I, I may have missed it in the movie. I don't know. But I, I felt like that was an unanswered question in the movie. I don't, again, I don't know if that gets answered in the second and third movie. So it's going to be interesting to see that question be answered, uh, hopefully in the next couple of movies. I'm going to watch 2 and 3 just to see if that gets answered or not. I'm hoping it does. Because they, they set the movie up for an, a sequel with the questions that I have. And then Naomi Watts, is obvious, obvious, her character is like, oh, well, we got to copy the tape and give it to somebody else. It reminds me of the movie well, it, it Follows, where they all have to sex with each, have sex with each other and pass the, the curse along. It's kind of like that. So... I'm just curious how this movie, how the series goes forward from this point. And I mean, obviously, in terms of horror genre, yeah, you do have multiple stories that you can tell out of this. It's like, 
It's like getting replay value out of a game that only lasts like an hour. You're doing the same thing over and over again, but it's fun as hell while you're doing it. It's kind of the same thing. We all know what the next movie's going to be about. You're just doing the same thing with different characters. That's basically it. So I'm going to be interested in, in watching the, the next couple of movies. Uh, whether I review those on this channel or not, it's going to be a completely different thing. But I think those are my main little things about the about the movie. Honestly, I did not write some of the things that was going on in my head. I'm like, why would they do that? I mean, there were multiple times throughout the course of this movie I was just like, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's cheesy. That's dumb. But it, it somehow it all comes together and it's cohesive and it's just good. It's good. I got to admit, this is a good movie. I give the movie three and a half stars. I think it's absolutely worth watching. Uh, seven, seven bucks. I mean, this movie came out 20 years ago, just about. And everybody, if you've been following along on this channel, y'all know that once a movie gets 10 plus years old, that, that movie better not be $10 or more anymore. So five, seven bucks. I think five is actually probably what I would end up paying for it. No more than five bucks. We'll go with that. Five bucks. Uh, you pay anything more than that, you're kind of getting a little, a little too crazy with the pricing because, again, almost 20 years old. But I think it's going to conclude my review of The Ring. Let me know if you like this movie, if you don't like this movie. Uh, do you have kind of the same opinions as I do? Let me know. Twogamepodcast at gmail.com. Let me know there. Or drop a comment on our Facebook or go to patreon.com. Uh, support us there, and you can drop a comment on the post. Whatever you want to do, let me know. But that's going to be it for today, and I'll catch you all next time.